You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Podcast and all of uh, and hardcore, hard, and all hardcore, of hardcore. so yeah, so the 4,000 people in the world that enjoy hardcore music uh, are big fans. Uh, yeah, like three quarters of you are listening, yeah, so that's exactly. pretty cool. Yeah, exactly, killing it. This is Axe to Grind, uh, as stated, a hardcore podcast. I believe this is episode four. Four. Is that right? Uh, my name is Patrick. Bob. Tom. And our, and our guest, special guest. Yeah, guest today. Go on. Hi, my name is Brian. And you, we would know you from, from where? I know Brian. a lot of Brian's. There's a lot of white dudes named Brian in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, my name is Brian Audley, and I play an incendiary. Cool. Okay. Right. All right. All right. So welcome. Thank you. We're gonna hit on a few topics. Uh, you might be inclined to give political answers. We will see. Th- <coughs> we will see through them, but but we won't abuse. <laughs> we, we won't abuse you abuse. into self-incrimination. But let's give them the rules. Okay. Uh, for those of you that are new, and also for Mr. Brian Audley. Uh, here is the format of the podcast. Uh, it is our belief that you can talk about things honestly without any sort of malice as long as you state your biases when they do come up. Uh, the way that we do that on this podcast is simply by saying, okay, listen, I, this is me grinding an axe. Okay, I got an axe to grind. Okay, it just, just put it out there that this opinion of yours might not be solely informed by the artistic merit, yeah, by the merit of the thing, you might have something in your head. Yeah, that, is that dude was like a dick to you. Yeah, and didn't hold the bathroom door. This dude like, took yeah. my parking spot. You right. know, yeah, whatever right. it is. So, okay, Brian, you got it. Got it, crystal Go. clear. <laughs> okay, let's let's pop off. Incendiary. What would you say? Third biggest band in hardcore. Uh, we were just talking about tra- that. Trap. It's a trap question. We did this for me. This is my set him up. So hold on. Fourth biggest. Okay. We're, yeah, yeah we're trying to do Tom the top five. All right, top the the, the top big five three. In, Let's do big three. Big three. Code orange. What's the what, style? Hang on. What's the metric? Can you Just fill a like, room? I don't care about sales. Can you fill a room? No, I mean, it, sales mean nothing. But like, nothing. yeah, if fill a room or just like optically and optically. It's, oh yeah, it's, okay. I'll give you. I mean, you know, think, you know like, what? Uh, it's like a mystical thing. It's it's how it feels as a whole. Does anyone dispute that the three biggest bands doing hardcore right now? Depending on your definition of that, are power trip number one probably maybe uh, these are all crap, interchangeable. Code orange, code orange, turnstile. Right. I'm giving code orange until I see the power trip numbers. I'm still going code orange as as right now the top dog. I mean, those dudes just sold out a 700 capacity room three months before. <laughs> I okay. mean, I think we're missing turnstile. No, no, no. We're, we're not shitting. That's on. a so, big trick. Tur- Turnstile's right. three, but they're just right now. We're calling them three. And listen, for people, at, for people at home, it, that Who cares? It's, it yeah. sound, it sounds like we're commodity we're getting, traders. Yeah, on this fucking is hardcore. We, music, we were told we're sports radio. This for, is our power rankings. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So here's our power rankings. 
Uh, the reason that Turnstile is third on that list right now is because... But they it, are on the list. Okay. Oh, yeah. Third, yeah, you guys are on the list, too. Right. So number three is Turnstile just because they they haven't toured on this new record. <coughs> we don't get to see what's real until... They could jump to number one yeah, real quick. real quick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as far as... Uh, so listen, it came across our gossip desk uh, somehow today that, that Power Trip sold out a 700 cap in advance by months. That is... It wasn't a guy. I mean, I just saw it on Brooklyn V. They're doing a second show with Outburst. Oh, oh really? Okay. So that's why people so, are a little butthurt about it. So Outburst. here's the thing. That's that's huge. That, those are I think that's, a, those, that's uh, impressive as fuck. To, to fill a 700 cap room is an impressive enough thing. Mm-hmm. To do it three months in advance is, is really unheard of. Yeah. Uh, and but then we got to put Code Orange in. This <clears throat> yeah. will this will air slightly after the Grammys. But we have to acknowledge that being on the Grammys is. Yo, a stop, 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 yeah. stop. Let's not talk about the Grammys. You got to acknowledge. Podcast. You got to acknowledge that the Grammys no. thing is a big look. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. But there's a lot to it. Well, okay. Uh, next. Uh, next. Uh, next. So, Incendiary is the fourth biggest band in hardcore, and Tom almost put Trapped Under Ice over you guys. I did not. Just because they. <laughs> all right. I guess what. In my lifetime, if you were like at any no, given Top point, is a big you were one of the top good. five hardcore bands in America. Yeah, no, I'd they were number it. one. They're I would not be one. offended. Big. But so I've anyways. seen them get insane re- reactions on these fests. Yeah, that's true. Like recently, yeah, no, before this new record came out, it. like they still yeah. kill it. I mean, it's really there's no disrespect to be like Incendiary might be. They play twenty shows a year. Well, that's what we that's what we want to grind Hold on. on. So, so tell us, <laughs> give me the incendiary story. Tell me, act like I've never heard incendiary. Sure, I yeah, mean, sure. He, he, he kind of hasn't because he only listens to Four Punch. But I mean, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. So, Bob, I guess you're the guy I know least in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Today's the first day we actually met. So, apologies nice if I don't know much about your it's pedigree okay. or, or your perspective or lens you're looking at all this. Stuff. I know Dantar. <laughs> oh, nice. Right on. Okay. Well, then Homie. you know. You know. Then you I know, know where he's coming. So from. tell me. So tell then me you know the incendiary very, story. So then you know the very beginning of the incendiary story because Dan Tur was in the first iteration of incendiary. Shout out, uh, Dan. Love Dan. Best dude. Love Dan. Um, Who took over for him, Bobcat? Uh, no. Oh, he's playing bass. No. So two no. inside. Dan, two inside. Dan, Dan, Dan Tur is playing bass. Yeah. See, the first iteration of the band. Trivia. I was not in it. It was a band that Brendan. Brendan is the our vocalist is the only original member of Incendiary. Okay. So you, you're not supposed to say that out loud. No, that's okay. Well, well, no, we're good with that. Some kids hate on that, and I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, but like nobody, like no with our band, like yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody romantic. We're not like nobody romanticizes like the demo. Or yo, the and, and throw it back. Like what that. year like, is that? Because that's a long time ago now. Two thousand seven. Right. We just passed this summer the ten, the ten year anniversary yeah. on paper. I mean, the first <laughs> five. No, we give ca- a fuck. Yeah, of course. Yeah. When was the first record? When was Crusades? Crusade, Crusade was two thousand eleven. Did you write that? record? Wow. Ten. You were in the band at that point. Yes, I did. So. Incendiary demo was Brendan, Danter, three guys from Long Island. Um, Random. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, will this ever see the light of day? You think? What's that? Like that demo? Is it someone going to put it on a seven? Dude, it's it's no, two thousand eighteen. Nobody cares. We're not. It's yeah. out there. You can probably. You can I've never heard find it. it. Some of the song, two of the songs were re-recorded on Crusade. This motherfucker's going to yeah, Google right. it. Um, but yeah, nobody cares about the <laughs> demo. Um, anyway, went through a couple of lineup changes. Um, I was playing in another band at the time called Soldiers. Mentioned that earlier. Um, Brendan was having a tough time keeping keeping the band together, keeping people interested. I mean, he's a dick, huh? He's kind of a dick, so it makes sense. It's not a dick. No, I'm, I'm joking. Like, Come on, it's a joke. A fucking pot, Jesus. Um, I'm joking. I love you, Brendan Grant. Yeah. Um, so he was having trouble keeping the band together. Um, we were carpooling to a show, and Cindy and Soldiers were playing together. He was real frustrated with um, one of the kids he had playing guitar. Um, the kid like couldn't get a ride to the show or whatever. Always a professional look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's like, I'm fucking. Done. I was like, dude, like, 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 forget him. Like, 
I'll fill in. I got I got nothing else going on. I like playing, you know, I like playing shows, I like hanging out with you guys. Like I'll fill in for whatever else got coming in, coming up until you find somebody else. Um, filled in for two, the two shows they had on the calendar. Um, was having a lot of fun and it kind of just like never stopped. I had a couple songs, a couple, couple ideas that like didn't necessarily work for, for Soldiers, the band I was in at the time. Right. Um, felt like it was a better fit and also like the style that they were going for and the bands they were emulating were some of like my favorite, favorite, you know. Which uh, are? Like the, the 90s, more metallic, hardcore, like like Victory era stuff, like Strife, Snapcase. That was kind of Strife, Snapcase. Um Obviously, indecision. Um, we're, we're kind of like one of the things. Yeah, you're probably waiting for how long it's going to take. Uh, no, I wasn't. It up, right? For, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, the incendiary demo is yeah. on YouTube. If Thanks. you'd like to wow. hear it, great. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-two views. Yeah. Seventy-two views. All right. Who uploaded it? Like us? Dan Pietro? Uh, don't, don't know. Sounds a lot like Dan. Dan I think he's a guy. Dan P- wasn't he a guy from the Islanders? All right, Dan next, Pietro. Next, next, All right, Dan right. Pietro. Fuck, where was I? Uh, so, so Incendiary broke up you Soldiers. You signed up for like the two bands. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys went in two cars to the show, came back in one, pretty much. Yeah, you can say that. All right. Um, so yeah, filled in for everything. I had a couple ideas for songs that didn't that were a better fit for the style they were going for. Um, those songs ended up on the first 7-inch we did, Amongst the Filth. Um, that's like kind of like the first That's like 2008. Release. Yeah, that's okay. like the first real release um, after the demo. That's when like... We had our own material. We had the lineup that we have now with with Dan Lamelli, our drummer, Bobcat, our guitar player. Dan Tur was still playing bass at the time, and then Brendan and I. So that's kind of like the that's kind of like where I mark the band as, as we know it today as a starting. real thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Um, and it was cool because that was right around the time too where like our local shows were. I was like starting to notice. I was like, oh shit, people actually like our original songs we're playing. They're not just like waiting around for us to cover Strife and like being nice because we're sure. opening for whoever and they know us. Um, so what is that? What what's the what's the vibe like? You guys are playing shows because you guys were all still working too. Like yeah, you guys so, weren't able to do this. So time. the whole like inception of, of Incendiary and the idea was we had all done bands and touring in more full time capacities. I was like I had roadied with with This Is Hell for like a year or two full time touring. They toured nonstop yeah. for those two years, yeah. um, which was great. Some of the best experience of my life. I was playing in Soldiers more actively. Um, Quick then, pause. Yeah. Give us one really good This Is Hell touring story because this is how we all are familiar. Yeah. Toured hard. I don't think anyone cares about them in 2018. No diss, right? Like, oh, no diss. I don't, right? th- I don't, th- I think that they would cop to that. You, right? you know them better than I do, but I think they would cop to that. I, I mean, I maybe, think- I, I hope someone out in Long Island still yeah. gives a shit because they, they rapped hard for Long, Long Island. Long Island got weird with them, though. Oh, is that right? There was yeah, static. yeah. There was Back a, me up on that. Yeah, like, they had a they had a weird relationship. They went from band that was like about to like miss under, blow, yeah. and then it was like, yeah, okay. Lost, well, that's all right. Them. Give me yeah. one really good. I just did all that so you could think of a good story. <laughs> yeah, uh, good story. I don't know, but like life changing story. Yeah, you know, van flip in Western Canada. Jesus. Yeah, brutal. Um, it was like, you know, overnight drive from I think it was Vancouver to Edmonton. Um, van. <sighs> trailer hit a patch of ice pulled the whole thing off the road flipped it over oh, truly surreal situation i'm just like i'm personally like still fucked up from it today it's a like, yeah i can't drive in the snow like Jeez, i get like this like really? crazy anxiety yeah. about it I, I, I'm not gonna, the story you were probably i'm gonna get real serious for a second yeah. and grind an axe on every booking agent that has ever sent me through the fucking fu- rocky mountains uh, and for, a fucking no, no i mean it's for real it's it makes me really fucking angry like 
it, it's a thing that I've uh, like you know I've I've told booking agents like yo you, you need to stop this yo, is my quick, fucking quick, let's life. Just pause. Yeah, you're talking about Andy Rice. Well, f- yeah, Andy Rice would send me through th- <laughs> through like uh, uh, bend uh, like through these terrible. What is that that stretch between like Spokane and Salt Lake City? It's a hellscape. It's a hellscape. Uh, but it's a 23 hour hellscape. And, because, and, like, yeah. That's the thing. And like, listen, on a summer day, that's the funnest Beautiful. thing in Beautiful. the world. On a, it, once you get past, once you are into even October, September, yeah. you are, you are knuckling it. Yeah, you, and yeah. you're risking my fucking life. <laughs> and this is a thing I'm deadly serious about. If you see me at a show in that part of the world, at, at that and I have a winter coat on the uh, yeah <laughs> then I want you to kick me out extra money I want you to I think my guarantee should be more I think kids should be buying more shit because shirts are 20 bucks I legitimately just risked my motherfucking yeah. life to play in front of 86 people in, in Spokane yeah. I'll fucking kill you you're so, like I don't burn this fucker so down hit a patch of ice <laughs> yeah van, van flips uh off the side of the road. Who's driving? Uh, Rick, guitar oh, okay. player. Oh, um, yeah, it, it was rough, man. It was like truly surreal. But like, Did anyone get injured? Thankfully, nothing. No one was like seriously Fuck injured. It. Some bumps and bruises. I think Travis had some problem with his back after it yeah. um, that was lingering on. Um, miraculously, most of the gear was fine. Oh, shit. Um, but it was fucked, man. Like so It was like scary. a little before cell phones and the internet yeah. on cell phones was so mm-hmm. universal. Right, no, of course, so, yeah. like, I had to like call my mom from a fucking like, payphone and be like, Hey, in case you, you hear anything about this, our van flipped. We're fine. Right. I gotta go. Don't go to Lambgoat. Yeah, 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 right. Like I, I, yeah. I was picturing something like that getting back to her, like my oh, brother coming across something, right, and right. it's like, hey, my, you know, Holy the band burns out. No like this hurt. happened. Yeah, right. Okay, so, so, so that's that's actually a fantastic segue, I think, into what I really want to talk to you about, which yeah. is, Incendiary has a ton of forward momentum. Uh, you've established yourself as a thing that people care about. Uh, one of the hardcore bands that that matters at the moment. And you don't tour for shit. And uh, for for me, and I, I have to imagine Tom as a tour musician during a time where people toured nonstop. Sure. Uh, it come it strikes me as such a strange uh, sea change from uh, touring is all I want to do. That's that's what like when I was nineteen or whatever. That's that literally like seeing the other side of the country was my biggest ambition which makes me sound like a redneck but like no, it, it's but, true though yeah it, you want to see the Pacific Ocean <laughs> right you want to put your feet in the course. you want to put your feet in the As ocean a New Yorker, I agree 100% yeah. and All it's also time. a sense of accomplishment there's some childish manifest destiny aspect to the because whole thing how many kids in high school did you go to, to school with that were in bands that never left co-hosts oh my co-hosts. god yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean yeah the bulk right. and, and to have a, ve- like a vehicle to do it right like there's right. something that like that's nothing but you and your work and your yep. output that brought you there extremely validating extremely fulfilling and it's you know, afforded me opportunities. I've seen things that my parents will never see, most right. people will never see. And you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Because, like, of, because of doing something creative I like doing with right. my friends. Right, you play for 35 minutes and get to see London. So yeah. how, how do you make it work? How does it work? You know, like, because there's someone out there listening to this podcast going, oh, you know what? I'm trying to do this band. I want to do it. But I'm looking at Incendiary and I'm thinking, that's the way I want that's to do it. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I, mean I hear that all the time. It was no, and yeah. You would like we, to do it, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, every band, right. listen, every band, every that. band over 26 would love to do 20 shows a year and, and every show be a home run. And everybody cares. And, and like, when was the last time you had like a shitty show? Yeah. Um, like a show that you're like, that was not like, you know, hey, we more like we played in front of 50 kids that didn't give a fuck. Yeah, um, two thousand what nine? Yeah, we had, we had some, some, some like not that There's great ones along the road. Yeah, right. But I've never, I haven't seen you guys have a bad show 
And the, yeah, we're pretty we're pretty fortunate. And like, like and the thing is like, thousand. so yeah, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Um, so how, how does it work? The whole from the from the beginning, this was the band that like we all still wanted to like do music and hang out and like be, you know, creative together and and be a band and open our friends' shows on, on Long Island and just just be part of it still. But we kind of recognize that like no one is in a position of, to be touring full time. Like sure. other, like Dan had played in a band before that was touring full time. Um, I was doing. Right, doing you this. got We'd all been. You yeah. don't need to necessarily yeah, Rob, do Bob that. Bobcat was was with Soldiers towards the end of it, doing oh, some okay. of the touring. Um, and we were just kind of like, "Yo, like, we, none of us can do this anymore, but we still want to be a band. We still want to do something right. active and productive, and um, you know, just be part of the whole thing." Um, but when it came time to start playing shows, we just didn't like. We didn't like. We didn't want to identify ourselves as and limit ourselves as a local band. You know what I mean? Like we would we would get an email from. Boston and like you know we don't we didn't we didn't turn it down and be like oh we can't play Boston we're, we're a local band we don't tour it's like oh yeah maybe we can play Boston yeah, we'll leave our early we'll make it work yeah exactly yeah, right. and you know oh then we got one for you know a little further Baltimore like ah it's pretty far but I don't know I could duck out of work early on Friday right you know or you know we'll play Connecticut on Sunday night I'll just go to work tired on Monday like that that radius of like where we were yeah. pushing it as the offers came in right. we're just starting to get bigger and we we're right. pushing ourselves to just make it work so the quick part was never part of the picture right and a quick part of that is you guys had the fortune of being new york city long island yeah Close so when you're in everything. the you're in the megalopolis yeah yeah boston right. six hours away boston I mean, you could six drive 12 hours away. hours away to get to fucking ohio yeah. and, we play, or right. and we would play places that like that were just in our reach like we played right. connecticut a whole lot early right. on right. new jersey we're, we're you guys played there all the time all the time right. jersey albany yeah. we yeah. probably played albany no joke but at this point 12 times amazing yeah, yeah. Right. sorry right. for that yeah but so <laughs> but so great, yeah. so one of that so local band if you're listening how did incendiary do it they just said oh hey we can do these things it's a six-hour drive. We'll make it work. Yeah, just go to work tired, sneak out early. Like I don't know, and just don't like don't skip don't class. Go right. now. Yeah. How much of that kind of coincided with the closed casket stuff? Very, very little. I mean, closed no. casket, who's who's like the, literally the best thing that that could have happened to our band. Right. Um, Were you guys touring before? Like, doing yeah, that like sort of it was. This stuff? was all kind of before we had that a release a, with that, and that came album. into the right. picture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, touring was never really part of the thing. Like, and and like you said, Pat, like people say, like I want to do that. How do they do it? This was not some kind of like grand master like, plan. Like, we do this, we we're gonna yeah. get huge. None yeah. of this. Like, and we had this, and that kind of led to this like very nihilistic approach that we took to like every show we got offered. Where like somebody, somebody who I remain good friends with to this day, because he reached out to us about booking us in Orlando, Florida, in I don't know 2000. It was cru- we had Crusade. It was like 2011. <laughs> I, I do think. remember that. Yeah. Just re- and we were like, yo, this kid wants to book us in Florida. Let's try to make it work. We booked a, ha- a handful of shows down like down right, the coast on the yeah. way, which like we did it in fucking Lamelli's minivan, pulling <laughs> pulling a trailer. Holy shit! We got dude. We couldn't get a fucking show on the Eastern Seaboard to like save our fucking Imagine lives. We that. played. We played a show in Brooklyn that got shut down before we played. Um, oh shit! Sick. Yeah, they yeah, real cool. Um, <laughs> A show in Edison, New Jersey at that church. Yeah. And then our next show, we could not get a show between Edison, New Jersey Georgia. and Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, okay. wow. At all. Okay. At all. Um, and then so the, no yeah, love from Richmond, Virginia nothing, Beach, nothing. and Fest Point. Okay. Yeah. And but, but like, why should they? Nobody's a fuck. No, no, like, we yeah, had no sure. business being doing doing anything right. at this point. It was more of like a fun trip. Yeah, to but Florida. we had this destination. We had we got to Orlando. This right. kid, this kid's stoked to see us. Like, right. yeah, maybe it'll be cool. And it's something to it and kind something of, to base it around. But so then there's there's point two. You guys had an LP out mm. on, that's on Close Cast. No, it was no? not. It, well, it is now. It, it is, it is re-released. So, right. so original. the label that put out uh, that Amongst the Phil 7-inch, yeah, they were yeah. also down to put out our first LP, Crusade. Contained two songs from the demo. So so here, so just to pull that in, 
you guys had an EP and an LP, and you're still having trouble getting shows sometimes. But yeah. there was that nugget at the end, and yeah. you're like, "Fuck it, we'll make yeah. it work." It's like right. that, there's the offer, there's a destination to work around, and that LP that we put out on the, the label is called Eternal Hope Records. They made the record exist, and which is all we could really ask for at the time. It's a big, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, but as soon as it as soon as it came out, the label like basically folded. Yeah, it where were they based? Were they a New York label? I don't Island remember. Label? No, uh, I think. I remember the kid having like a, some kind of government job. So I want to say like DC, Virginia area. Wow, okay. Something like that, yeah. Oh, um, so we just like bought the pressing out from him, sure. sold the rest. You know, I, I unloaded a bunch to, to, to a couple of distros stuff, that right. I could and everything else I just sold through, you know, big cartel and out of my closet. Wow, right? wow. Um, Hustle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so even at that time, you guys are kind of grinding. You have records out. It's not, it's not like it is now or no, it was a year ago no. or two years not ago. Not even close. Yeah, right. Yeah. You guys are still kind of like struggling. Yeah, to make I mean, it work. To, to be honest, it was the the last the our second LP, Cost of Living. Like the band pre that and post that are night and night day. day. Why um, do you think Cost of Living is that much better a record than Crusades? Yeah, you do. I do for and sure. And just people's access to it, yeah, and everything, and because yeah, and because we just like kept cramming it down people's throats and didn't stop. And there was right. also a handful of um, of split seven inches that we did. Um, only Bobo, because right? like, so the helps. first one we yeah. did was with Suburban Scum our friend's yeah. band from New Jersey sure. on a label called Mayfly Records who I believe that was Tom my old knows, roommate. Yeah. knows yeah. the, yeah. the, the alright be nice <laughs> he's uh, got an axe to grind that's why he made the record exist right yeah um, so that that's and a that, good way to look at it now, yeah. did that get reissued is that the one that Justin yeah Justin with the beauty like John Contino yep. did the yeah. Yeah. Also I John Contino you rule yes he does also re-released through Closed Casket so we had a handful of split 7 inches um in, well, in retrospect, never my I, I will incendiary will never do a split seven inch ever again. We did three straight up. Like I don't so care if, if Metallica so Asuka, and who's the third? Uh, a band called Unrestrained. Oh, from oh, Portland. From yeah, Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did that? That was Trip, was trip, trip Machine, Machine from trip the Machine. Uh, Hudson Valley area. Chris yes. Weinblatt. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, that, those are the only opportunities we had to release new music. This, like no one would put out a record for us. But they were like, eh, we'll, we'll do this split. split. So okay, here's two. Do songs. you think splits helped you? I do. Yeah, I do. In our case, it gave us. It definitely opened the door. With Justin and Closed Casket because that's the first release that like we worked on together. The split with Zabalba. and yeah, he kind of took it. As yeah, a chance felt it out. It yeah, yeah, took right. a chance. And let um, me say this: their fans and yeah, let's sorry. let's just do a stop in the room. Who likes split records? Anyone? I do. Uh, okay, to a point. I mean, I, I like those splits. I've I've done a dozen, and uh, in principle, I like them. But I, I I mean, as a practical, actual, physical thing, no, nah, they suck. No, yeah. so as a physical fair, thing, they fair. suck, Tom. I mean, I do like. There's some that I really enjoy, but let's be realistic. I listen to the converge side and not the discordant well, that, side. That's what I'm saying. Is you know that, what I mean? It, it, or it, Hell it, Child, or whatever the fuck. Uh, but but the thing is, like, they are inter- To me, they serve more as this uh, like is a band a, purpose. This because is, this is interesting. And a piece of history. I like that part. Mm. Right. Uh, it would behoove the bands, though, because oh, yeah. someone like Zobalba's like, crew would get into them. It and, was like, cool, man. Now they're yeah, like, like, like a, friends that was and like, all yeah. sort of stuff. And, like, like, it kind of got each, got each other over for, uh, on each other's coast. Yeah, yeah, so, so from a putting records out standpoint, I'd rather set myself on fire than put out a split. Yeah. However, with bands, I totally see it and I get it, especially when you're at the right level. And it's, you know, a cool example right now that just happened, or I think it's in the process of happening, is that Mind Force Dead Heat split. Yes, I think Two bands, different coasts. You kind of the same, yeah. same vibe as yeah, in 10 years, Balba, but They're both kind of hitting. And it. they're both kind of hitting, but still not. And it's like, oh, I might have heard Mind Force, but I haven't heard Dead Heat, vice versa. Yeah. Check it out. And so I love the vibe of it, and that's the way it should be looking at. So you guys were kind of at a weird spot. 
did that, and that right. opens the door for closed casket. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know he was happy with how the split worked out. Um, right. We were happy with how everything panned out with it, and then he took took a chance on putting out the LP for us. And, and then yeah. from from that, it was like it was like really night and day pre and post that. I th- yeah, I think I think the material was better, um, and I just think LPs are just taken more seriously. Yeah, you know, like I think See, when, you, when you put out an LP, it commands more attention. It's like people I, I like to think at least realize the amount of work that went into that. Pat's got an axe to grind. I got an axe yeah. to grind. Okay, uh, so we received Shock. we received an email yeah. we, we received an email today from somebody that that Who's was we? Uh, uh, we have an axe to grind podcast at gmail dot com. So email address. Podcast. Okay, yeah. somebody I didn't email, know your uh, band oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When. Uh, for those of you, we're going to respect your anonymity. If you have something that you want to say, and don't give us like gossip, like you know, like uh, Marcel is kick, kissing Susie underneath the underneath the the train tra- train trussle. Really. I don't I don't need that shit. But if there's something that for whatever reason you don't want to tweet at us because uh, this someone is, might see it and want to kick the shit out. Yeah, of you. I mean, we got to address some. T- at some point, we'll kind of talk about how uh, hardcore is still kind of. Somewhat a dangerous world. You can still, you can still get your head split. Yeah. So so, so this you, came up from a, from Reed Reed Cothran. Oh please. Hopefully I'm saying your name right. He actually brought up the the topic of putting out LPs versus seven inches and uh, current day hardcore people's um, uh, kind of memory, uh, kind of ability to take in more than four or five songs at any one given time. Uh, and Did what, you read this to me? I didn't see this. Oh, I forwarded it to you guys. I know, I didn't read it yet. All right, do you want me to read the whole thing? It's, yeah, it's, it's lengthy. Yeah. It's lengthy. You it's can okay. surmise. You can surmise. Um, let's see. Among my circle of friends and music lovers, something we've been discussing lately is the question of are LPs becoming outdated and are 7 inches a better way to release across the board? Especially with the attention span of the modern youth becoming smaller and smaller with the culture of instant gratification on the rise, traditional LPs seem to go over most listeners' heads. Okay. Some something I've heard from many folks is that X, Y, and Z records are the only full-length albums that can keep my attention for the entire time. I feel that for a lot of people, Seven Inches can condense the energy and vibe that listeners look for in those specific releases without the skip tracks and have four to six bangers back to back. Shout out, I, Reed. Yeah, uh, that was very smart. Yeah, I, well, you know, I do agree with that because yeah, I mean, I think a good so you put out LP, a twelve-song LP, ten. So both. No, wait, wait, wait. You, yeah. You've done three LPs now, right? Yeah. So you have. So, damn. But. In the in the meantime, there's probably tracks seven and eight are probably never going to see the light. There's of that. a handful that yeah, just like don't translate live. Like, they're, and yeah. they're not necessarily bad, but they're like, they're, they're not the marquee. More, nobody gives a yeah, shit. It's, yeah. It doesn't have right. like the. Party you might kind of. love it. Let's yeah. more let's, than the more popular let's song. Let's swing but. it around real quick. I'm gonna start with Tom. Oh boy, seven inches or LPs. Given this dude's question, what do you think? And especially in the current climate. I mean, you know what? Once Pat started bringing that up. You know, I kind of thought about it, and I thought about my own kind of, like, musical history. And I go, like, fuck, man. If we didn't do those LPs and we just did, like, a couple of 7 Inches, we could have had some banger 7 Inches. Oh, you would have had hot as fuck. Like, we could have had some, like, the LPs, I'm proud of all the work that we put out. But if I put out, like, a four-song LP with, or a four-song 7 Inch with fucking the four biggest songs of Unorthodox. Yeah, oh, please. It, I, it, I'd it, have it, my own podcast I wouldn't be dealing with you fucks. Correct, correct. <laughs> Yo, I'd be Jamie. As, just I'd as be as singing a, my own song. Correct. As a quick thing, Tom is Tom is reeling because we put him on blast on our group chat today where me and Pat listened to his record and gave him it critique. It was so fucking awkward. And like, awkward. Well, you know, the production's not that great. I was like, Jesus. I really would have, you know, when I was 21 <laughs> years old, I wish I would have thought of this and I wish 22 years later I would have realized that my idiot friends would be listening to it and critiquing me over my phone. <laughs> so... But I said that if if we got back in the studio, we could really that could have been. That I'm proud of been. those records. You man. should be. You to, it you took me a long time. I used to hate them, but it's pretty solid. We'll okay, but seven inches. I definitely think, 
you know, if you really want to just be like, boom, you know, like that, it's it's uh, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Are you hard. saying you want a seven inch over an open? I'm kind of coming around, but some bands, and I'm not to, you know, yeah. I think a band like Incendiary, the bigger bands actually pull it off. I want to hear a full Power Trip record. I want to hear a full Incendiary record. I want to hear. You know what this turnstile LP sounds sure. like. I want to say, like, those bands have reached that level that four songs in a two-year period or whatever, not enough. Well, the frequency is the thing for me. Now, here, here's the deal. Um, now, mind you, you're a guy that puts out, you know, four, you know, four EPs every three months. Right, and uh, I can't claim to be successful, so nobody take this uh, as advisement. <laughs> but but, but uh, here's, I, here's the frustration for me. Kids... Meaning, and listen. You sound like fucking old man Simpson no, right, no, now. No. right now. Well, well, but honestly, when, okay, let's address that real quick. Right. Because I use kids because. Not in like a pejorative way. No, but in hardcore music, we also use. We're all kids. We, we also use kids until people are 55. Right. So like, if you, listen, if you're, if you are tuning into this podcast just because uh, you like axes and you're just continue to listen to it, like be aware that kids refers to just the listenership. Okay. Yes. That's what that means. We're so, all kids. So. And it's weird. Don't get me wrong. Right. I understand. I understand how a fucking like a thirty-year-old baker is like. You're all kids. And I, I don't understand. It, it could be called problematic. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. sure. It's weird. But, but it's okay. a delayed, delayed adolescence or prolonged. Peter Pan. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm Peter Pan, oh, motherfucker. So, 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 so uh, producer Bob is wrapping us up. Yeah, well, here's the deal. Uh, I, I think that this is a situation where uh, the industry has not caught up to the interests of the actual listenership. Uh, what I mean by that is. You are absolutely, Brian, you are absolutely correct that if you, uh, that people take uh, LPs more seriously. There's more gravity to it. But I don't think, I honestly don't think kids do. I think, but I know for a fact, booking agents do. I know for a oh, fact yeah. that, 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 uh, right. that You're that not getting do. a fucking, you know, a, this story so far fucking tour with two sevenches out. Correct. You have and, to have a couple LPs under your belt. And, but I, but in my view, and the only people that are catching up, we talk about SoundCloud rap on this thing too much. Way too much. But I had to put that on the, I did a, uh, a, playlist. a playlist for episode two, and I had to look up Little Peep and Little Pump. Oh, are they on it? They're on there. Yeah, They're on God there. Bless. It is fucking hot garbage. Well, here's the, here's Sorry, the deal, fellas. That, Rest in peace. Those, those, You've been waiting to go real hard at something. <laughs> those <laughs> kids. Those kids, this got, is ridiculous. those kids got the memo. They under like yeah, the, who the fuck am I to say Gucci Gang had like three hundred million plays? Th- but that's the point. So right? I get it. You, the, those kids who are now the new, I don't, I don't want to call them the new punks or the new hardcore kids, but the, the, but, the new rock stars. The, the, what, the, but they, they understood that a single is every bit as valuable, at, or more so than an LP in two thousand eighteen, <clears> sure. where, uh, sad to say, music largely disposable. Uh, people don't take it very seriously in general. Uh, I would argue that in hardcore, an LP is, as you said, usually uh, four songs too long. You know what I mean? Like if you put out an EP, you're you're maybe contributing better to your legacy ultimately. You know what I mean? So my thing is, I think that these two things are running at different paces. Uh, the listenership and the industry are still... Uh, not in the same place on this and uh, so when I put out like a younger band's hardcore record like they get the memo pretty quick like oh this this got more listens as as a as a EP 
than the last four songs on our LP. LP. Sure. You, you know what I mean? And, and And it's like there's something to be said for that that if you depending on what your ambitions are we should always say that 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 all if we ever give advice on this firstly none of us are millionaires so fucking take it under advisement that, that you know maybe we're not in position and i said this to someone uh, i had the opportunity to teach a class and I, I had a very obstinate person kind of say and not obstinate that's not the right word but but they were set in their ways and they i just said i challenge your view of success and that's the advice I'd give to people. Success is defined by your own merit. Continue. So wow, de- 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 he's dropping fucking gems. Good he's dro- will dropping gems. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog over here dropping gems. So, <laughs> so uh, depending on what you want, uh, you know, maybe an LP is the thing. And it's a rite of passage, and it's something like your dad had. I had but, records. But, you but, want that? But here's my thing with that. Our dads, <laughs> our dad, or Brian's. Dad. I mean, yeah. Here's you know, whoever, my like, here's my thing with little that. Peep's dad probably didn't own a lot of LPs. That is. That is just a coincidence because I brought this up to a I was beefing one time on the other side of this argument where I was pro LP. Right. And I I was arguing with with a record label dude of like a higher stature, like uh, his shit sells a lot of he sells a lot of records. He moves units. Yeah. And his whole point was, are you aware of the history of the LP? It, it, it is simply a format of convenience. We think of it as this codified... Uh, we made it. it, it like, yeah. Right. But, Someone invested in us enough to right. put this out. But in right. fact, all it, all it started as was this is the amount of music we that can, can be contained. Yeah, exactly. you know? yeah. So these things are incredibly arbitrary, yes. and we put meaning on them afterwards. And I, my feeling is that that meaning is rapidly eroding, and, and people don't... Like, listen... Right, as the kids, as the people that... Purchase music at younger yeah. and younger. It doesn't mean anything. And we're getting real inside baseball here. Sorry, so okay. So uh, I want to get in, and I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> to inside wrap baseball. to wrap up my fucking beef here, my spiel. Uh, I feel like if you are a young hardcore band, record good sounding songs and put them out f- at a frequency. Uh, and right. do not worry about your LP until the world is knocking on your door for an LP. Yeah, and trust me, you will know when that happens. Sure. Right. So I'll go real quick, and I'm going to come at it at a different angle here because I, I like what Pat said. I like what Tom said. Uh, I'm going to like what Brian says. I think that an LP, purely on an art craft kind of thing, is a much harder thing to put together than it is to put together shit we have three hot songs yeah and these are three hot songs we play these were on our demo these are on our band camp whatever they always pop they're great we play them people go crazy let's get a real good recording of that if you ask me personally what do i like listening to you're talking to some dude who likes to listen to the same records over and over and over and so an lp that's really well crafted i can listen at over and over and over and appreciate it and it's simply an appreciation of the length and the work that it took for a record to go through this basically narrative arc and to be cohesive yeah. and an appreciation for that that said if you got three good songs please don't go in the studio and, and throw nine more songs. shit yeah. boxes in there don't do that right. uh, so hardcore L- doesn't need filler a, right a great LP is a great listen but you know what a two song single that makes people yeah. just as excited about your band with yeah. just two songs um, so I think you've I, run the gamut. You have everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So you can kind of speak to this too. <laughs> no, everybody made cool points. Um, so I think for for a young band and the position we were in was put out music through any 
avenue you can. Someone wants to release two songs for you on a split seven inch, great, great. and you have two good songs ready to go, take them up on that offer. Sure. 100% of the time. Right. So, like, when you guys sort of took off, or started to take off, like, the whole digital thing wasn't as much of a... Blossoming, You couldn't yeah. throw it a, a Bandcamp up, necessarily, and have... I don't remember that Bandcamp. You already had right my, before. Yeah, it was definitely, like, right. songs on the that MySpace. physical... You know, like, that's that. That's yeah. where we were at. Right. Like, which song? We, which song are we going to pick to put on the MySpace? Right. 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 Like, right. Well, uh, uh, you said something very interesting to me. Uh, so, somebody hit me today and said, "Hey, we got an offer from X label, and it's a sizable, popping label, uh, but this guy is a little concerned that it's not the right look, and uh, that's its own podcast for sure. We can go into that, but r- right now, I would say." Um, did you worry about the look when you were doing when you were taking any old offer? No. Yeah, that's Didn't what care. I want. That's no, what I wanted right. from yeah. you. Yeah. I, I, the I, optics the, of yeah. no any what, label, zero, any other band. Like. Yeah, it was it was a take what you can get situation. We were everything. It was very scrappy. Any yeah. show, any any offer that we have, and someone wants to do fucking anything for us and back us in any way, take them up on that offer. That's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. But to a point that, that Pat made that I thought was really cool, it was, you know, how, how are you defining, defining success? Like, or, or you know, what's, what's the goal? What's the end game? Why are you releasing it in this format? There, there is no end game for me. Like, I'm releasing LPs because I grew up on LPs. Yeah. I believe they're important, and that's what I want to do. That's right. it. So that, that simple. I'm not releasing music through the lens or mindset of, like, how are kids gonna get get the you know extract the most listenability out of this? How are we gonna reach the most people? Like, not really thinking about that. Like, you know, we do now when when it comes out. Obviously, I want people to hear it. Yeah. But in making it and releasing it and approaching it, not a, like zero percent. Now I got I'm making this because because we have songs that are ready to go and and this is the format I want to release it in. And also, um, the uh, fuck. There's another. There's another point I was gonna make and it's escaping me now. Um, something about the, the frequency of releasing. Oh, frequency of releases. Oh, you said, like, when the world is ready, they'll be beating down your door for it or something. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Like, that's, like, semi-true. Or, like, we, we felt that. I don't want to be... I don't want to say, like, people were beating down the door for another incendiary record, but, like, we took four years between records, partially yeah. because, you know, we're... Our, our, our time Scheduling, to put yeah. towards right. the band is, is very right. You don't have so two we weeks practice. to go into a barn and no, fucking no, write a record. Right. I, yeah. wish, I wish I did. No, right. we practice at best once a week when we can, you know, we work independently and come up, come, come to the table with ideas, but really get together in a room maybe once a week at best. So, which is a lot a long, more than most. It's a long fucking time. Yeah. But there you go. So, there's one other thing. They meet. How long have you guys been doing practices in once a week? Do you do that all the time? For the last four years now. Like every week. Yeah. So, yeah. you hear that? You hear that, young band? You hear that? Go practice every week. Whether or oh, not you I have mean, a show, whether or not you have songs to yeah, write, yeah. Like just I mean, the, the, yeah, the, free, the the frequency has turned down a little bit now, but like you know, it came to a point where it's like people were, when's the next record coming out? Like, yeah, we would right. po- like, we would post shows about shows, and like the comments would be like, yeah, that's great. Where's the well, fucking where's the record? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, fuck, we better. Right. Get okay, so quick this. question for your process because we're starting to wrap here. I have I, I have a good question some? that okay. I'd like to yeah. ask Brian. Process here when you're writing the record. Did you go into the studio with the record finished? Yes. Okay. We go. We don't have the luxury of time to like, like rewrite. We'll see or, what happens in the studio. We'll be inspired. I, I mean, got I just watched we fucking go, wait, some kind of monster, so yeah, it wasn't like that. The All right. opposite. Fuck that. The you just don't do riffs and then kind of no, put it all. We together. go in to like 
to the T, to the fucking like, drum hit. Like, no, lyrics and everything. Yeah. yeah, there's no, I like, mean, I'm sitting in the other room fucking yeah. writing words. Of course, things happen in the studio, song, ideas come up on sure, the spot and sure. things change, but, like, when we enter the studio, we could record the record. Live, 10-minute, yes. 10 song. And in, in, we have a full record done, every part, every everything Perfect. is yeah. done. We don't have time to, to do it. We really, we really don't. Right, 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 right. I would love to, like no, you said, no. I would love to go to, you know, do a fucking you know incubus and go go to Malibu, rent a house, sure, and just fucking write and see what happens. Like, so, hey, like, I hear not, that. Not it. I hear it too much, even from smaller bands who go into the studio not finish, and that's fine. You get to a certain threshold or you're a certain type of band, and you can pull that off. But I also think about it and I go, you're investing your time, you're investing your label's money, your this whole effort, and you're going in. And I've heard horror stories of bands of your lower like long time ago. Who like yeah they went in a song with studio with three songs had to jam in some others and Yo. then the record fucking yeah. sucked and I could tell I could tell you that that's never we been. recorded our last record with with Will Putney in Jersey yeah. who does a lot he was fucking amazing like yeah. he does a lot of um, bigger metal metal core he's up for a Grammy for his work with the Body Count record yeah um, yeah that's, that's big, wild. he was yeah. a big part of a lot of that record. From yeah, a very big all, part. Very hint, big, hint. Yeah, a, a lot of it. So Will is the Will is the fucking man. He was like impressed and like relieved with how much we had together because he he's used to like twenty five year old dudes coming in. Yeah, with these nothing. kids coming in yeah, with very little, and he that. has to like write or like he has to help them make a Put record a around right. the pieces that they're bringing to the table. It's pretty amazing. Uh, okay. Uh, um, Time wise, how are we doing? Shall we? It's only been about forty five minutes. Okay, so we got okay, some time. Yeah, got Sorry, I have a question. Unprofessional, unprofessional. Yeah, we're just trying, we, we've been trying to get feedback. So if you like the long, long ones, hit us. If you like, if well, you want like to wrap long it ones, up. yeah. Episode three. Yeah, currently a crisp up. one hour and fifty eight minutes. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. A very right, succinct. That's so good. That's good. it's like a baseball game. That's a. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah, it's probably the fifth inning of a baseball game. Um, that shows you how much sports Pat knows. All right, so here's my question for you. And I can speak to, from personal experience, but I would like your input on it. Shoot. How much does it kill you that you might have to either turn down tours that you would fucking kill to be... Like, how much pressure do you feel to kind of be like, fuck, do I just want to, like, quit my fucking job and, like, go for it? Because uh, in my own personal experience, there were times we had the same conversation up front, like, so we're going to do this shit on, like, the weekends, right? And then, like, six months later, I'm in a fucking van. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, oh, this is going better than I thought. You know, when we went, like, idiots and, like... <laughs> no, I think, like, very, very little. I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty immune to turning down cool offers sure. at this point. Um, it stings, and there's still some. Now, that, is there like, internal pressure, like, from certain dudes nah, that are, see, like... that's why... That's, that's why, awesome. Like, see, yeah, that, and I, you know, like, I think like that's why... I've been like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, man, that's yeah. why it works. That's why it works so well for us, because we're all on the same page. Like, <clears> we have been, impossible. and it's yeah. fucking hard, yeah, especially changing, as you get older. We're changing the name of this to How to Band with Brian, <laughs> because what he said is really important. I hope everybody picked up on that. He said, we're all on the same page. So if you're in a band, and three all want a tour, and two of you are like, nah, man, can't. Figure that out. That's that's yeah. the deal. Like we're we're extremely fortunate that right. we see see the world through the same lens. We're all friends first and all that. But like and no one is trying to like yeah. no one is trying to like do any more or or do any less. Like like Lamelli, our drummer, has like has coined the phrase. It's like the hardcore reserves. It's like one weekend a month, two weeks a year. That's what we got. And and, and to be like part of the GI Bill does incendiary pay off your school loans. <laughs> yeah. right. um, but to to that end, like you know. It just takes a lot of forward thinking and forward planning. Like we're we're all down. We have we all have jobs. We all we all dedicate 
X amount of vacation days at the beginning of the year, right. and then we plan our year around that. We have to get very strategic about it, sure. about how we wow. use that time to make it most efficient. It's hard, it's stressful. We do some crazy traveling and go to work on very little sleep after coming. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm, and in no part of this is this me like, either complaining me? or right. bragging sure. about it. It's fucking real. It's just, it's just how, how, it, how it has to happen. That's incredible. Tom probably knows this better than anybody. What you've just described is the rarest thing in the world that there isn't one Captain Ahab weirdo. <laughs> right. I, 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 I've no, been him. I've, I, yeah. But I, we love it. And the fact that we do it so, we do it, we don't get to do it as frequently as we would like to. So when we do, everything, every show that we play, every show we get offered, we treat it like a fucking bachelor party. It is like, right. it, we're, it's, we got the date circled on the calendar. We can't wait to get out there, play that we show, do that weekend. Yeah, yeah there's just like, there's no, there's no room for us to get jaded. It's not like, <laughs> I know, but oh, you know, we're not phoning night. it in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It keeps it fresh and keeps it interesting. I, I would love to be playing hardcore shows all the time. I really would. But... The, it's just not the reality of any of our situations right now, and we're fortunate and that you, we get to do it at all. So, do you think that's like a product of like you got your ages and like your like success in like real life? That kind of just the point we're at, yeah. Like, like you know, it helps we, that we have, you guys have are, like real deal. He's saying, are you wearing suit pants? Like, like, these are not <laughs> suit pants. These are, <laughs> Those are commuter jeans from the Gap. Uh, these are no, these are J. Crew. Yeah, there's they're some they're, 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 even better. Yeah. Yeah. They're, a form, <laughs> they're a form of slack. You, you, I mean, I don't. I would identify him as slacks. Yeah. So, would you refer to yourself as a hipster doofus with a desk job? If if this is a lamb goat that was commentary, a lamb goat comment from several years ago. <laughs> that's how you're. Because <laughs> I love it. That's no, how you're was, on the it was, spreadsheet. It was it's tall. Fucking... It was tall hipster with a desk job, which is yeah. I mean, sure. Right. <laughs> like yeah, that's take, in the fucking it, yo, yeah. one of the biggest the hardcore yeah, bands yeah. in the fucking world. So yeah. you know, suck so, on that. So so here's something that disappoints me is that you just described a very cool life and and yeah, and, and, and now yeah. and now all I the kids that. I well I was hoping to shit on on kids that because I hear I listen I, for whatever reason I talk to a lot of 20 year olds and and they, uh, and, and, and they all tell me like oh no I want to like I don't want to be touring all the time and again that's just such a that's a generational divide that I could never have imagined would have happened right, right. but uh you just made it sound totally fun and viable and cool, and, right. and which is unfortunate because, again, I feel like what you've accomplished is great. I'm not knocking that in any respect, uh, but like I want, I want you young people to destroy your bodies and your futures. Yeah, but we did that. We all did that going out in different capacities. We did that pre Not that like we, you know, it's not right. like paid dues by any means. But no, like, of course you guys did, did it with other bands. Yeah. I mean, he fucking flipped a van for Christ's sake. So, but they're in the one percent. Yes. that are able to pull this off. So, quick thing, because I think Soldiers is a good example. No hate to Soldiers. You guys were fine, right? Yeah. Your hey. band was fine. <laughs> I appreciate your art. Yeah. You guys grinded pretty hard. Yeah. You did, you did we some work. We were side, side This is hell we, grinded hard. Hard. They were like the... Hard. They, they like were, nine months a year. They outbreak. Were the, that, they were... Exactly. Outbreak, modern uh, life is Cruel hand. Band, that yeah. whole crew Crash of bands. Talk. But that's how, that's, how it, that's how it worked. And I'm not going to say this in a mean way. A lot of those bands had huge success, not necessarily based on the recordings and the music and all that, but by the live effort. And they were grinding it out. Yeah. And they made they went from a four to an eight based purely on sweat equity. Oh, so yeah. this is break for right. sake. That's some of the biggest reactions I've ever seen at festivals. And, and, and now not a thing that a living Nobody human ever being talks cares about, about or talks about, talks about it. because it it needed to be live. It needed to be in people's faces. It's Listen, not based and on that's the a beauty of this music. That's cool. Yeah. So, yo, you're not as talented. You're not old enough to write those good riffs. You're, you're just whatever. Go work hard. There's a balance. There's no set of rules, right? Well, 
I, I hope that the rules still include that you should be out there playing music, but but right. that's the only rule. <laughs> but, yeah. but but however that means however that makes sense to you in your life, that's how it should be. But that's all, but also, and this is way too big a topic. It might be the case that like the quote unquote digital revolution, etc., yeah. has actually mm-hmm. made it possible to be this thing that in a former era would not have been. Right. What what you're describing, like really truly was not possible no because if you weren't if you weren't bringing it to people right they had no way to access it and 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 don't get me wrong that there's different to people listening at home there's different uh places that this strategy uh, arrives i think wisdom and chains is a fascinating band because that is a regional and festival thing juggernaut if you see wisdom and chains in pennsylvania it's wild they got that land of king song it's fucking insane and And they are similar to incendiary in the fact that they sort of have to pick and choose they have a little bit more flexibility but those dudes are not out there nine months a year they're picking and choosing and going they're not out there 10 months a year they're not out there 11 months a year we cross cross paths with them and play some shows with them and i see a lot of parallels in it too with which like they are the same level of psyched to be playing any show that we are not fucking just because yeah yeah, and you don't get to do it as much of course but but i want to be i want to be clear too of that that like there's no kind of like disrespect or anything to the to the model of touring and all of that like i wish i could be doing it and like you know i understand that like i'm sure there's people out there that think what we're doing is like half-assing it or phoning it in. Fuck that. Um, I think they're jealous as fuck. I, I, don't, he- I don't hear that. I don't hear any of that. Yeah, I've never, never heard anybody. And I think that's feel, cool. Sometimes I feel it a little bit where Do it's you? like, eh, it might be looked at. Because like really? you're flying out to meet, play a show in Seattle where a band toured for three weeks to get there. Yeah. They're shot. You're looking crisp, fresh as a daisy. You kind of feel like a weird yeah, sort like, of. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there's some people who, who may not may not respect the way I think we have one foot in, one foot out while they, they're throwing their whole life into it. And I, and I appreciate that. And like, you know, I think hardcore needs that. Like, we need the, the, the code oranges, yeah. power trips, turnstiles that are out right. there doing it on, on, a, on the largest level and bringing it everywhere. And well, then all you, ships will rise with that. They're a lot younger than you guys. They are. How well, old are you? I'm 33. Um, right. You're talking about... Baby in this room. Huh, yeah, man, but I'm... Good. Yeah, yeah but I mean, good. if you're looking at turnstiles, I mean, I'm just guessing. They're probably tops, 25, 26? Somewhere in there. Uh, well, yeah. How old is Jamie? Uh, 22, 23, 24. Oh, 24. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Code Orange are actual like chi- like children. When we when we, when we all met them, they were legitimate children. Which, like they were we Code Orange been kids. In the same room with them. Yeah. Right. But but here. So I mean, they have the availability. While someone like if you were like, hey man, I quit my job at thirty three to go on tour, I'd be like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, it yeah. depends. I mean, some For, people. And you live in New York. Oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. You're squatting. But but okay, so. I feel like we touched on a lot of what we wanted to talk about. Unless anybody has any other questions, uh, there's a thing that we typically uh, are going to try to do more often on this show, which is kind of just talk about what we listened to, anything that we came across this week uh, that was new to us. Uh, Like, whether that's a band camp thing or whatever. Because, listen, uh, the biggest feedback we've gotten on this podcast is from old dudes. I, I checked out that young guy shit and from young dudes I checked out that old guy shit yes and, right. and which is fuck exactly uh, what we want this to be that guy meaning person fam yeah. so, so the, the thing is uh, uh, we're gonna continue to do that unfortunately there's a lot of us and it, it, like if we're doing th- like three hosts plus a guest yes. it, it's impossible to go through everything and it's also impossible to play all those tracks although yes. maybe we'll start doing that but like is there anything anybody wants to big up this week that you listen to or just talk we can shit on it too it doesn't matter okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on the corner of Gray Street. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Um, we all talked about the Magnitude record, which was cool. A surprise. And let's talk about it. And the Search for Purpose records. Those, okay, both so of those records. Talking both of those. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're very of a time... Where, I mean, shockingly of a time. Right. Like, it used to be like, oh, like, that band is like a 90s-style hardcore band. Now it's like... And 90s is kind of a broad thing. It right. means it takes a little this, a little that, right. a little this. Now it's like, this is a band from probably the fall of 1992 from Northeast Pennsylvania who opened Middlesex County shows opening for trip, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> fucking Flagman and goddamn fucking... But that's what it's like now. The, the, the spe- it's not the like you could be an expert on anything. Right. right. Yeah. So, Accessibility like, to yeah. information. Right. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, as a kid, I did not have access to the Antidote 7-inch, because yes. I knew no one old enough that would have owned it. Correct. The specificity. Yes, that, is that insane. Pe- it is insane. So people yeah. will say, I want to sound like Turmoil, the process of, uh, uh, like, and... That's not even that specific at this point. No, actually, think. that's... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The like, B-side. Well, yeah. Uh, so I want to sound like, sound like for, Joshua Fit for Battle. Uh, right. Well, that's, but even that, like... Right. Or even your homeboy, the, Tim, that was like, I, I based this band, Bad Moods, about a particular <clears throat> Evan, Evan Dando, Dando like, that's, like, so now, fucking Now, but, but I don't minute. think that's necessarily new, but the specificity in... Of it, random it, it, early it, it, 90s hardcore yeah, bands. And it's it's just, fascinating. It's just, I want to sound wild. 87 demo of X. Yeah, 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 you know right, what I right, mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Exclu- like, that is really intense. And Magnitude is a band from the visuals to the recording quality. Every aspect is... So, so we, we were going to talk a little bit worship versus... Uh, Biting and biting versus uh, worship versus in, influence. inspiration, influence, influence. Yeah, right? And all, the, all yeah. these uh, kind of uh, incline towards being corny as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Incline from being, yo, that's cool. They're pulling these things in to like, I can corny. hear it a little bit to like, oh shit, this is uh, yeah. right. And you just changed the words. You just stole the track. And, and yeah. hardcore is is really really a unique thing in the respect that uh, going to roots material is. Uh, so much uh, a part of it's our cultural. process. It's cultural. Whereas 
you try doing that in rap, you get laughed out of the fucking room. You know right. what I mean? Although nobody, sometimes you hear well, like a remix, but, yeah, but nobody, or someone will take like the fucking you know Biggie beat no, but and he, rap they over see it. What he, yeah, it's, but it's nobody moves forward much faster. Sure. Nobody wants like if you try. Nobody's trying to do like the Get so, Fresh Crew. Whatever. The fuck. Souls yeah. of Mischief. If you played that for a fucking nineteen-year-old, they'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, so, sure. so, so it's and rock. You might do like, yeah, this is a reference to, but you're never right. playing in a specific. Milieu. Yeah. Um, what what I think on the on this topic is it has to do with the the goal for forming the band. Yes. If your goal for forming the band is to be as much like an X existing band, band right. as possible, not I'm my style of playing is influenced like this. I, I like this idea on. they had. Right. Yeah. Like we're drawing from this things. If it's I think I just want to, I want to be this band to, right. to the songs, right. to, to the lyrics, the, to the, the visuals, to the everything. aesthetic, right. everything. If, if that's your end goal, is that a less credible reason to for starting a band than because I got something to say, I got these ideas, I want to get right. out there with my friends. Like, right. is starting a band to, to purely worship an existing band any less credible of a reason for starting a band? Okay, now, Wait, how the fuck did this happen? Why am I asking you guys? <laughs> yeah, no, it's That's good. good. Well, it's a great question. As a kid, I would have said, even though I was biting bands all the time, I would have said... Everyone was. Right. I, yes. w- I would have said, that is a less credible reason. Yes. However, however and, and like, when we had Seb on, he was what? He's 22? He's yeah. 22. So, yeah. so like... To him, I think that even though he has plenty of things that he could cite that he's taking the whole cloth, he would still say that no genre exercise bands are less worthy. That is not a good reason, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because you that take is influence and not just because copy. that is a young person perspective. As at, a little older now, I can. Hop to the fun of it. Yeah, like it, it, I agree. With I that. Mean, who doesn't yeah. want to listen to something like sounds like when you were a kid? Yeah, right. well, it's right. it's, it's genuinely yeah. fun. Yeah. I think to play though, but like for me, I always use that. Uh, and this is actually as crazy as this is. This is very dated, but like the the uh, vegan straight edge uh, California thing that happened almost now, probably ten years like ago. Seven generations. Well, seven generations. All that stuff. Yeah. Like yep. that was so much in the lane of what I love, but it was that. It was that frightening Tom Hanks uh, in in Polar Express. This isn't what I actually love. Is this the Uncanny Valley? It's not Uncanny but, Valley right, hardcore, no, but this is, but this is that is another Uncanny Valley where it's yeah. this is not what I love. It is a frightening simulacra. I want to give this the Voight comp test and 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 see if it is a real person. So Be, so to me, it, it is. Uh, I see both sides. I, as a kid, I would have never, I wouldn't have even realized I was ripping things off as hard as I was. You know what I mean? Of course. But now, if I think it would be fun to be in something that sounded so specific, like, oh, it sounds like Siege. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, yo, that's fun. It's, but it's not cool. It's not, I don't think it's adding shit to the culture. You said when you were younger, you didn't realize that you were, may have been ripping things off, which I think is an important Big distinction. Thing. These dudes specifically you, know what they're yeah, going that's, for. Yeah, that's that's no, the thing. So that's I'm saying if, the if you didn't know, if you're 15 years old and you you got a couple hardcore records and that's where you're drawing your influence from, you probably don't. You may or may not know how close how close yes. to the original you're coming. Yeah. I'm I'm saying when you go in full well, like this is I what love I'm this, looking for. Yeah, I want to do a band that looks and right. sounds exactly like this and like, nothing. I else. I want to dumb down the recording quality so it kind of matches the yeah, yeah to, so, to that end. So to me, it's and again, it, I don't think there's anything. I'm just I'm no, just raising no the point. no. I, I mean, I think. Wrong, wrong with it. I don't know. And it's, you could even make the argument that, like, hey, maybe that'll get get kids into that whatever band? that particular right. band it, is. It, it does. And I think it that does. definitely does. Yeah. It does. In, no, and it does. In, I mean, I mean ways, let me reference like, a band, Shark Attack, who's right. from, you know, that's 17 years ago now. Jesus Christ. Those dudes 
did that band you know maybe it's yeah no it's 17 yeah no yeah. um they did that band because they didn't like what was going on and it's not like they took antidote songs and played them backwards or this or that right band had like eight songs ever by the right. end of their band and like they did well. music if yeah, that, yeah. And, but they would do some covers throw it right. in and they totally had like negative approach antidote sure. early 80s hardcore but that wasn't it wasn't taking a riff and playing it upside down. Right. It wasn't you know? like something must be done with more differently or something. Yeah. No, right. And so so that's but that's exactly the point of like, oh, these are dudes who are familiar with this material, they want to do it. And I think that's cool. To me, it becomes problematic only when it's perhaps prohibiting yeah. that creativity and artistic stuff right. going on from those same people. Are you spending your time writing a project band that's like, yo man? This sounds like if Confront did a second seven inch. Yeah, it's right. like, at like, what point you are you know? turning down ideas because it doesn't sound enough it like doesn't something? Fit that. Right. Yeah, because right. I think with right. most bands, like you, might you may start it. with some ideas sure. and maybe you're maybe you are ripping it I mean, off think in the about beginning. Part of living to fucking exactly. yeah. Eventually, yeah. I'd like to I'd like to think it's going to you're going to develop your own sound right. over the course of time. And if you don't, then what the fuck are you doing? Well, yeah. okay, so with that, well, they're doing a project band. They're doing a band <laughs> that sounds like, like an this. Art project. And, and like that's fine. And do that and do in your lane. And one of the things I thought of this when we were talking about touring and how you're feeling like oh maybe somebody feels like we aren't doing yo one of the best parts about hardcore right now is that. Do your thing, man. Vibe. Yeah. Now, I want people to be more strong-willed about it and say, fuck that. I'm doing my thing. But there's room for you to do the project band that just, you know, is the B-side of the second Strife LP. Right. That's a, but good, also, that's a good LP, man. Yeah, sure fuck. Is. Sure it is. This, you said the second create, Strife LP? Yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, and I mean, create new covering, stuff, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do sure. that, too. And kind Take, of... Br- and say, oh, yo, that second, the, the second, the B-side of the second Strife LP bangs but what if we twist that up with some of these heavier riffs or these like dirgy riffs and slow it down a little bit or sure. speed it up a little, do because so, all of a sudden then you're making something new also yeah. kids are uh, like there's a reason that code orange and, and uh turnstile and power trip uh, and uh, incendiary and all the th- there's a reason why they're at where they're at and it's not just that like you know there's better musicians out there there's better live musicians arguably but like in our scene probably not live musicians maybe not but the point is that like those bands have a tendency to uh go off script with their parts it separates the wheat from the chaff it It, kind of shows like well that yeah yeah, it by taking in stuff by not being afraid to go out genre they have succeeded because it's like yo we've heard that genre it's limited to only the diehards. And I listen, I know 40, 40 year old men who are totally committed to youth crew and they, they can, <laughs> they continue to do youth crew bands and they are trying to perfect a genre. Now, don't get me wrong. That's mental illness to me. There's something wrong with those men. So it's uh, repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting a different it result. Uh, youth crew's getting Sanity. no. It's getting no better, friends. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, youth today kind of killed that in like 1980. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're not. You're yeah. getting no better than that. But those people are committed. It's a thing. Whatever. <laughs> Bob is abstaining from this. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know why? Because it's like uh, the youth crew thing is a total example of this. Because there's examples where it's done really well, and I hate uh, youth crew isn't a genre, folks. It's it's like, like a group it, of people. I always like kind of easy it, thing. But this, it is, out. this is Bob's hill. No, 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 really it's not even this. a hill. It's not even a hill. It's like you, you can talk to these people. It's an easy thing to throw on something, and people have, so that's fine. I'll acknowledge it. And there's totally is a sound to it, but the thing that happens is that's kind of a style hardcore that gets repeated. 
but it gets washed so much where all of a sudden it's like, yo, if you're going to play this, you also have to wear sweatpants and this and that. And that's where the shit gets like, yo, right. you're losing T-shirt over a sweatshirt. Right. Yeah. And, and you're losing people with your thing as opposed to just go and create it and do that. But, you know, that I think that world is basically dead right now. Yeah, you know it sounds I mean? it. So, uh, there's still people. Well, I mean, there's we just talked about young blood. Anyways. Uh, so... Uh, all of that said, circling back. Yes, sorry, I sorry. Act- magnitude and search for purpose. Magni- Jesus Christ, that's where that, that, that started. <laughs> yeah. yeah. M- magnitude, uh, era of attrition. This actually got through my defenses. I dug it. it. it yeah, it's yeah, like, it's, cool. it's, it's it's really it's too close. It's worship. It's it's not what original. Is it? What's it worship of? You know what? It's not Grimlock, but it's something that it's is not like, that ignorant. No, it's not. But it's but it. Feels- it's like a band that would have played with Earth Crisis at the Lost Horizon Correct. in like nineteen ninety five. Yes, exactly that. Ninety five is a great right. It's not like it's, oh my, not, like, it's, not, it's no, not it's not Green Ray. No. No. Where are they from? Later. I didn't even hear this. North Carolina. North oh, Carolina. And you yeah. know what though? They played FYA. Blow it up. Yeah. That's well, it up. well, the thing is, all I, those bands I actually, kill it. I actually like the songs. Yeah, I Eagle, do like Eco Strike. We could talk about for a long time. That band falls very squarely into worship, like very squarely. Oh, it's and, it's one truth era strife worship, right? Well, so to me, it's Earth Crisis strain through that, and and I'll pose this to the room. I don't know if people care. Like that, it's that it's that, I, and well, like guess to what, me, I, know, I think those dudes are flipping some things around, but it is very much. Pe- you know, it is very much kind of like that is what we want to do. But pe- young people seem to be vibing. Guess going what? Crazy the young kids, it. you know, when you see those pictures from FYA and like Lennon's out there and his fucking three hundred people singing along, yeah. those kids are not going home listening to One Truth. They're going home listening to Eco Strike. Good point. Yeah. One Truth does not exist. Yeah. Same thing in my own experience. Not that any of these bands, but like some kid that likes Foundation. Foundation has made it very clear how much they you know enjoyed Indecision. Say. Those kids aren't going home and listening to decision. No, they listen to fucking no, Foundation. A, your Spotify plays aren't going up on that's that. A, yeah. That's a good point. You know what you I mean? Can, you can never fault a kid because they weren't around for no. the first time. No, and it's Correct. a time and place for a lot of stuff. You I listen to stuff when I was a kid that I listen to now. I go, what the yeah. fuck? And I go, dude, you should check this out. You'd love it. And people go, like, what are you listening to? Like, what no, are you and hearing? so that's a you big thing to me. You can't fault somebody. Like, if, no, if no, you you're young. Fuck it. Most kids or a lot of kids got into hardcore through... Backtrack and trapped under ice. Sure. That is their frame Huge. of reference sure. for hardcore, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So for when people come in and say like, "Oh, they like they, they never heard Madball. It's this is just yeah. like a, a whatever rip." It's like it's they to them. It's not. Yeah. No. no that's not, like, that's they, not they, their purpose. They, the they were in the Lower East Side in 1980. They were. Right. Right. I mean, sure. for, furthermore, you can never blame an 18 year old for not want, for taking a band of 20 year olds over a band of 40 year olds. Sure. And, and and a band of 40 year olds who isn't playing. This yeah. is a live. Environment music for the most part, not yeah, that's only. what you connected with. You went to that thing, saw it live. That's what you're grabbing onto. And that's that's right. what made the impact. And so on you. when I hear people, not talk somebody about, who did their homework on something. Yeah. No, you know? and that's when I hear people give the whole. Well, ah, you still like embarrassing stuff. I still like it because you know it's kind of no, man. Don't be embarrassed. Like Embrace like. that. Yeah. that. Love that. Love what you were into because that's that was lo- a living, breathing entity at the time. So something like yeah. Ego Strike, no hate from me at all. I think that that is cool because they're up there saying something. He's and got a needed. message. Yeah, and he actually speaks and kind of has Magnitude, like a point. I think, falls in that same bucket. That been, I actually uh, like them. I thought they had better fast parts than I expected from like the descriptions. That, yeah. Um <clears throat> North Carolina. All the stuff we're talking about is on Plead Your Case, which is the dude from Eco Strikes. Oh, is it no Lens shit. Okay. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Oh, all right. I see and what you're doing there, Lennon. Layout. Yeah, he did a layout for both those records. That layout. That is cool. Much. I also and like layouts. Yeah. Cool. And so the dude who does the label does all of it himself. So yeah, that's pretty right. awesome. I also listened to that band Edge Control. Okay. I like the demo. The the band name a little too on the head for me. 
<laughs> a little too I, on the nose. A little actually, much too on the nose. I actually like it. It's like I if I you're was, going soft. Uh, no, I I think I, dug the, I, I thought the demo was good. Yeah, like it's cool. I think it's good. I'm saying Pat's going soft because he's liking all this straight edge youth crew stuff. We're, we're no, turning no, him. Yeah, we're turning like him from no, hardcore. Pat Pacavi is the, becoming the, the name. The name Edge Control. I'm I'm just not beefing with that. I I don't mind. If it I was think like, it's too on the nose or too German. I forgot the record for oh, you, but I, I'm gonna bring Bold Speak out for Pat next week. So. I love fucking. You don't have to teach me on Bold. Oh I'm no, I know. We need nerd. to teach Pat. I think he's gonna be all in. Uh, I would go looking at looking back. Not. Okay, looking back on. is a little bit more. I, 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 I love that. We don't need to make put me to sleep with Bold again. Trust me. Anyways, anyways. So Edge Control, yo, Edge Control demo is good. The name is holding you back. At some point, I want to do an episode about band names and changing them. I thought. Oh, I'd love that. Okay. I thought. I thought the Edge Control demo was. Uh, okay, uh, if I, if the only criticism I would make, go heavier. Like, just come heavier, harder. Like they're it, from Syracuse, isn't that in their blood? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like right they now, might be from that fast lane, like the blood, like the SS, black, black, black SS. SS. Yeah. yeah, like Maybe. right now it's aggressive, but yeah. I I would add some heavy. But okay, so I'm Wait, not real quick. Last yeah. one, search for purpose. You brought them up, but we didn't talk about them much. Oh yeah, I actually I dug it. Okay, me too. I surprisingly dug it. Like uh, this, this makes this you believe. Like yeah, this makes you believe that I'm inching closer to things that you like. But like I, I'm just offering that I didn't hate it. I, th- I thought it was like it was cool. better uh, than I expected. I think they're another North Carolina band, actually. Am I right about that or wrong? They might be, actually. Anyways, they uh, kind of like it. fast, but then some melodic parts. Um, it's got a turning point vibe to it. Turning point's that. an easy I th- one. I th- yeah, I think turning point's just well, I mean, our go-to the go-to for that. Yeah, it's it, but, the, but well, I mean, if you say Flagman, 95% of the people that listen to this band. No, like, but there's something exactly. specific no. that I'm hearing that I don't know what it is, but it is in that lane. It's Yeah, you know, it's like um, fast, but not... Like uh, not eighties fast, nineties fast, definitely nineties um, fast. Yeah, yeah. And has a melodic edge to it. It's not unlike battery, but it's not that battery specific melodic. I think I, I think it's it, cool, yeah. and I think they got a seven, an EP coming out, and then a twelve inch coming out later this year. So and hopefully we'll put all, all these band camps in the description. Maybe yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll hit it. The and, podcast and, and everything. I, I just also want to give like a, a one last shout out. Uh, uh, to a record that came out in 2016 but I don't think anybody heard which is an EP by a band called Control Top out of Philadelphia okay. that is like uh, it is just clever uh, punk uh, vocally doing a lot of fun things and I stumbled over this thought it was excellent and then tweeted on it and then the label and the band started following me and like I just got to apologize because I think you're going to unfollow me you know what I mean? Like, you, 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 like you're you're not who they think you are. Like, I'm a fan of that band. I'm a fan of that <laughs> like, band, but but like, you're not a fan of that ilk. No, it's it's not that. It's just that like, it, it, that's from uh, Get Better Records, which is uh, from my understanding yeah. run by trans people. It's it's right. a very progressive label. It's that's about awesome. the okay. politics yeah. of of that particular community. And like, not that I'm. Wait a, a second. This is a Pacific Northwest band. No, 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 okay. no, no. This okay. is a Philly band. Okay. Oh, that's and. Not that I'm like ignorant, Mr. Fucking transphobe, gonna say yeah. something, fu- but I say something unwoke hourly. You know what I mean? Like almost on the hour, you could trust. So, hey, like, hey, Prez, why don't you just maybe put down the <laughs> put down Twitter every once in a while, there, well, Mr. Right. Trump? Well, my point is just that, like, it's a funny. It was a funny thing when the people you can be like, you can be a fan of something and you know like that like, you're gonna hate oh, me. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah, might not like drop this. But great EP. Have an LP coming out. Yeah, so something I want to kind of use this opportunity to to shed some light on. Uh, Split 7-inch from two Long Island bands. One's called Somerset Thrower. The other's okay. called Mouth. Um, it came out on Dead Broke Records, who oh, yeah, is yeah. Uh, they put one out of the guys like from Iron Sheik. Right? Yeah, 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 that whole scene. So they put out a Split 7-inch. Um, 
great record, specifically the Somerset Thrower side. This isn't just yeah. me like putting over yeah, the. Yeah, I've seen them before. They're, they're a band like I, yeah. I really. What's believe it sound in. like? It's like it's it's not a hardcore band. Somerset Throwers like very like 90s kind of like nineties emo like meets college rock, okay. but still very melodic Long Island. Like cool. um, some of the guys used to be in that band Agent. That's yep, probably absolutely. the most most like accomplished and like yeah. frame of reference. But they're a band that that's great. Um, personally, like really believe in them. Want them to be to be right. doing a lot more. They don't really do they much, have, right? Like, they don't do, they do a whole really lot. They're gonna be, they're gonna be doing thing. a little more. Yeah, okay. they're, they're just they're just local guys, sure. but. They have they have an EP out um, already. This new split seven inch, okay. their their side of it's great. The mouth side is cool too. I, it's the first I've heard of that band. Are they a Long um, Island band as well? Also Long Island band, yeah, like kind of like that Lindenhurst, Mr. Beery's crowd. Sure, like sure. That, that area. So it's like an Iron Sheik kind of band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. From from that from that okay. world, not I mean, not Sheik so much sonically, but okay, yeah, but that kind of yeah, all right. Uh, and Somerset has a Somerset Throw has an LP coming out soon, so um, I think this is kind of kind of lead. Uh, I believe so. Oh, yeah, cool. All right, but cool. that that split's cool. Um, yeah, two cool Long Island bands. Not necessarily hardcore, but I think a lot of hardcore hardcore kids would like it. And so I think we're going to close it up here, but I did want to say one thing. We love talking about music. If you got stuff, send it to us, add us, yeah. email us. One of the things that I love about this is that we all love talking about music, and I sometimes think people have forgotten it, how to talk about music. You don't have to know the right words. You don't have to know about how to play fucking guitar. I think of the four of us on this, only one of us knows, and you can guess who that is. Um, but it's I mean, important man, right. to feel like you can talk about it because it's so easy to go, oh, check this out. Oh, what's it sound like? Oh, just go listen to it. No, man, tell me. Get as close as you can get. It yeah, doesn't matter. Even, no one's going to be like, you're so wrong. Even if that's just painting with emotionals. That, like, you know, I mean, even if it's just like, you know, makes me feel like uh, like the, it just rained on pavement. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, all right. All that's right. enough for me, Ben. So uh, do we want to see what Audley and the boys might have planned in the next couple of months that you can talk about? New LP right next now? month, right? <laughs> yeah, no, Split gotta, seven inch with... Oh, oh, yeah, he's doing a split years. seven inch with Pat Kinlan, oh. spoken do, word. I'm not doing a split seven inch if fucking Metallica. We're, exists, <laughs> so we're done. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. This is actual gossip shit. No specifics. You got go. you got big offers on that last record. True or untrue? Uh, definitely true. Yeah, yeah we got yeah, some yeah, cool yeah. stuff. I mean, nothing we could really take it. But, but you of. wouldn't leave closed casket. Um, like big label offers. Oh, label offers and there, tour offers too. I'm yeah, sure. there were there were yeah there were there were some cool some, some cool emails we got for sure and a couple cool phone calls. But no, I mean our our position like I know there's no there's no end game in this for us. There's no like there's no there's no next step right. There's no like oh if we if we go with these guys they can get us on warp tour like we're not doing that like right. you have the perfect you, setup. Yeah, we do, and like the relationship we have with Justin Closed Casket is so transparent. And just like the way it makes it and you guys so are growing easy. together. Yeah. Which like, is amazing. I, yeah. I honestly can't imagine doing this shit with someone I don't trust as or someone I trust any less someone that's not Justin that I don't have that level of trust. Like you really have to yeah. like have faith in somebody that's taking something that, that you made and put all this time and effort into to trust that they're gonna do the right thing by it and be transparent about everything. Absolutely. And you know, we have that hundred percent with Justin and I can't and close casket. Like dude. I can't yeah. I can't imagine even doing this with anybody. You guys both deserve I, I, all that. He's he's my friend, so I'm yeah, sick of this conversation. No, but you guys both deserve that success because you guys both worked really well. Cool. Thank We're, you so much yeah. for coming on this. Dude, yes. no problem. This was fun. I mean thank I, you. I basically hang out with you guys anyway. So. That's true. So we'll now you get to talk shit into a microphone. Thank you, Brian Audley of Indecision. This was Incendiary, you fucking asshole! Yeah. He had to have done that on purpose. Oh, that was this motherfucker. That was really Freudian. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> of incendiary, who definitely, who definitely sounds nothing like indecision. A total. Yeah, that was just you know. I'm just getting this Alzheimer's. Uh, thank you. Don't hear. I don't hear. When was the last time you listened to incendiary? 
I listened to your rap record. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. The rap record. This listen, motherfucker. Are we lo- uh, let's just Because the elephant in the room. keeps coming up, and I keep thinking, I was like, he probably listened to us once in 2011, in made every judgment, and has not, has not wavered. Elephant, no, he has. Elephant in the room. Rapping on that last record or no? This rapping. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, it's rhythmic flow. singing. Yes. Some flow. All right. Yeah. No, I'm with that. I mean, you it's not like a fucking biohazard Yo, rap party. everybody, you don't honest. often get to hear Patrick Hinlon be nervous, but you just <laughs> he did. He was shaking well, a little bit. I, I was told the only topic not to address, Tom was like, listen, could you please not do the indecision incendiary uh, head-to-head battle that I know that you want to put down on fucking, <laughs> right. uh, on fucking MP3? Why is it? Why, how is it possibly a competition? It's I'm not, not with the competition oh, part. I, I just. You guys are great. I just wanted to push on the thing, but that was, I actually was not intentional. You only sound like them with rapping, which is an innovation and and, and totally a worthwhile step in a a direction and respect. And thank you for joining us on the podcast. For the last episode. (laughs) Yes. uh, Thanks, Brian. I hope we're still friends. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Garone, Lamelli, Bobcat, continued continued success. I hope you guys are all friends. Thank you, Pat. I will see you at Whole Foods soon. (laughs) I'm actually surprised we didn't do the podcast there. Right. They told me where the studio was. I was like, oh, thank you. Um, and we're thank you. Sincerely. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah.